The hunt for niche and viable commercial real estate asset classes has led more lenders toward burgeoning subsectors, such as industrial outdoor storage, or IOS. In this episode, we'll explore what makes the subcategory prime for debt investment now and what opportunities remain as it gradually becomes more institutionalized. I'm Randy Pavlika with Real Estate Capital USA, and this is Spotlight. The industrial sector has been a beacon for lending activity through the worst bouts of market volatility seen over the last three years. The commercial real estate class has completed an estimated $142 billion in new industrial originations since February 2022, according to MSCI Real Assets data, and it remains a staple for lenders alongside the equally favored multifamily sector. Widespread investing interest in the industrial ecosystem has led to deeper exploration of the asset class into the subsectors that lay beyond standard warehouses, distribution centers, and production facilities. In the last two years, industrial outdoor storage has found more favorability in tandem with other burgeoning asset types, such as cold storage, data centers, and self-storage. Industrial outdoor storage assets can include container yards, trailer depots, fleet storage centers, and bulk material depositories, among other specialized properties. At its core, the niche is one geared toward utility, and it often plays a supporting role to the industrial sector and its related businesses. For select lenders, such as Invesco, the niche has become an essential feature of their commercial real estate debt portfolio, especially in recent quarters. Invesco Real Estate Managing Director and Portfolio Manager Charlie Rose has been leading the Dallas-based firm's expansion deeper into the industrial outdoor storage niche. We started investing in iOS in 2021. Since that time, there has been a paradigm shift. Our industry has gone from four decades of secularly declining interest rates to a new era, which we are categorizing as the golden era for credit of fundamentally higher rates, which is fundamentally supportive to credit strategies. This paradigm shift has forced commercial real estate underwriting to evolve. Rose notes that the fundamental underlying demand for industrial outdoor storage continues to drive rent growth, even as interest costs for borrowers have increased. Demand from institutional investors has not slowed either. Investors are looking toward industrial outdoor storage because of its ability to diversify a portfolio and increase yields. This demand has supported pricing and provided stability in the sector, making the niche even more attractive for commercial real estate lenders chasing new deals in the submarket. We focus on the type of real estate where people consume, live, innovate, and connect, and use that framework to establish our convictions from a property type perspective. Our number one convictions today are still in the industrial and logistics sector. That's a global conviction. And in the US in residential sectors as a result of significant and persistent undersupply of housing in the US, meeting demographic demands for additional housing. So we came to industrial outdoor storage through that lens and view the sector as an important and emerging segment within the industrial sector. Why industrial outdoor storage? Industrial outdoor storage has consistently over the last 15 years had a lower vacancy rate than bulk warehouse and the industrial market overall. Rent growth has exceeded overall rent growth. And that is a result of that long-term secular demand trend supporting industrial demand broadly combined with in the iOS space, effectively no new supply, which is the key differentiator from the bulk warehouse space. 
Sourcing lending opportunities for industrial outdoor storage is not much different from sourcing opportunities generally in the industrial sector. There's a lot of overlap with the markets that we are convicted on in industrial. We are at a moment in time where looking backwards over the last 10 years, there was a convergence of yields across markets. We believe that there will be more divergence in performance going forward. So we're really focused on those markets with very strong local demand bases, very strong constraints on supply, and those locations which are key national logistics hubs. So specifically, what does that mean? That means West Coast and East Coast port markets and a number of the higher growth Sunbelt markets. But when we're looking at those Sunbelt markets, we're really focusing on the most infill sites where there are barriers to entry and unique demand drivers as a result of tenants who have effectively last mile needs to service local populations. Industrial centers, such as California's Inland Empire, represent one such staple for industrial outdoor storage lending. And while lending momentum is not expected by industry analysts to see a massive boost in the event of a full-blown U.S. recession, the iOS sector still has room to run and grow. We do anticipate continued strong fundamental demand for iOS. That's a result of all of the factors that are benefiting industrial. Increased e-commerce activity, onshoring, reshoring, the Build America movement, and the need for more immediate last mile delivery services, plus inventory buildup, which has been a key trend coming out of the pandemic. The existing and developing supply of industrial outdoor storage assets is another key element to the sector's near-term and long-term viability for lenders. But often, though not always, a good site for industrial outdoor storage asset development makes for a good site for more traditional industrial development. Retooling iOS assets for a better or more in-demand use reduces the supply-constrained niche further when new construction is lagging in any geographic market. One of the reasons iOS has seen such limits on new supply additions is that the iOS spaces, which are good candidates for bulk warehouse redevelopment, have increasingly been taken over for ground-up development. And so you've actually seen diminishing supply in some locations. We will underwrite iOS sites, both on a fundamental iOS basis and on a redevelopment basis, but not all iOS sites are great development sites. One such example, Rose Notes, is an 80-acre site at a port in California's Bay Area, which largely serves as a paved parking lot for the transportation and export of newly built cars to and from Asia. Zoning limitations and the coinciding flood map have made it so the amount of industrial space that can be built on the site remains very limited. This means the best use case for the site remains industrial outdoor storage, as opposed to ground-up industrial development. Factoring in all the tailwinds and headwinds affecting the industrial market and industrial outdoor category at large, Invesco is anticipating high single-digit net operating income growth through 2023 and 2024. Our expectation would be that you would continue to see effectively no new supply added in the iOS space. And accordingly, we actually would anticipate that there could be some 
outsized rent growth in the space relative to the overall industrial sector. The other trend that we're anticipating is the increased institutionalization of the sector, which we have seen push return expectations and yields in the space down over the last 24 months. Specifically, iOS is actually a larger sector than the self-storage sector, which is a very large institutional sector, and the institutional single-family for rent sector. So as institutional investors continue to focus on this space, we think there's a very significant opportunity for those institutional investors, for those lenders, and as a result, you'll probably see some continued downward pressure on yields, even in this elevated interest rate environment. More room for growth in the industrial outdoor storage market leaves more room for other lenders to jump in on the momentum. Zenith IOS, a New York-based sector industrial outdoor specialist, estimated the market has the potential to become a $200 billion category. In time, this means what is now a niche could soon be an even more established sector on par with specialized alternatives such as data centers. That's all for today. For more episodes of Spotlight, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or any of PEI Group's various titles online. For Real Estate Capital USA, I'm Randy Pavlika. Thanks for listening.